Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hi, this is Eden, and I'm here with Kim. This is Hi. Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. We're back from a long holiday hiatus. I think we were gone, what was it, five weeks, six weeks? Yeah, five or six weeks. So yeah. happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year to everybody listening. Uh, hoping this is going to be a little bit easier this year. Have a little bit more of an easy, more peaceful year for people. <laughs> yeah, and it's one, 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 two, one today. Yes. So. Yes, that's pretty. That's that's already special in itself. Yep. So and and this is our 80th episode. Oh my gosh! I know that's okay. crazy. That's okay. pretty crazy, right? Yeah. I know. I was I was doing research, and we. I'm I'm pretty proud to say that that I was figuring it out, and we've pretty much had equal amount of men and women guests on in those 80 episodes. And I was surprised because I was, I was kind of thinking maybe we had more women, but we pretty, yeah. we're pretty equal. Yeah. There's some men out there that are pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> just go, just go to our, just go to our husband's episodes, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> just kidding, guys. <laughs> They're going to get mad at us. <laughs> They're, um, anyway. by the way, waiting for episode number three. They want to be on again. I know that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Their, their number two episode didn't do didn't do as well as the other one. So I don't know if they deserve to be on a third oh, episode. Maybe we should give them like a a number that they have to reach a certain amount of listens <laughs> before That's we can funny. let them come back on. That's funny. But anyways, <laughs> for for all of you out there, you know, um, we're we're adding in some some grace and peace and ease and joy. But um, I know that things are still pretty damn chaotic and crazy out there and a lot of people are interpreting it in many many different ways and so we just want to send you you know peaceful vibes safety vibes um harmony whatever you know brings you joy and light you try to add more of that into your life for sure Mm -hmm. that's what we're all trying to do yeah so so Eden how did you spend the holidays Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, You know, of course, it was so different for myself, for everybody out there, I'm sure. Um, We, my family did not have a hard time with adhering to the stay at home rules, um, because we didn't want to, I mean, we just feel like it's our health and safety is much more important than seeing people right now. So we, we made it work. And we, I have family in Las Vegas and we saw them on Zoom. We celebrated Hanukkah because we celebrate Hanukkah. So we celebrated on Zoom with them. We opened presents and everything with the kids. So that was different, but it it worked. Um, And we ended up canceling most of the other gatherings we normally would have had. Um, But we just made the most of it. And it will go down in the record books. We will always remember (laughs) that holiday season and um, it was, I think it just, it was more intimate, more special. We found good in it. How about right. you guys? 
That's good. I, yeah. I like that you said that, you know, because it's like just finding the new, finding the shifts and the changes and going, okay, how can we find gratitude in these things? And for us, for sure, because, um, you know, I always talk about how much we go to concerts and how much we travel. And we were realizing, I realized that this was the first time I'm 47. And this was the first time since I was 17 that I was not away out of the country, out of the state for New Year's. Cause that's just a thing we usually do. We usually yeah. go to, we go to Cabo, Costa Rica, whatever. Um, and so we actually had had Cabo booked and decided to be safe and cancel it. And so we had this little intimate New Year's party and we, we decorated our house and had like little, copper things and, and crowns and cupcakes and just made the most of it, you know, and made it yeah. fun for the kids. Um, but it was, it was interesting. Cause I'm like, wow, this is a trip being home. Cause we're just <laughs> used to, I'm used to goal setting in another country and waking up on the first of the year in another country. And mm -hmm. so it was, it was, I mean, which is a blessing. I mean, it really makes you, it makes you really appreciate the teeny tiny things more than you ever have before. Yeah, being home and, you know, you've done so much traveling. It's okay that you got to, you get to stay home for, for I was going to say Halloween, for, <laughs> I don't know we why. We did that and for that too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for every holiday last year. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's just something that I'm looking at is so, with so much appreciation that we get to be here and have our family with us and we were healthy on that day. Right, right, right. And, and one thing that was really cool for both Eden and I is we both ended up getting featured in a magazine called Shout Out LA, which was really cool mm -hmm. and exciting. So that was something else that happened recently over the break um, while we were on hiatus. So I was excited yeah. about that. Yeah, and then that we, and then we decided we we started reviewing all the last 80 episodes, 79 episodes. And we were like, okay, what have been the top five of all time? And, you know, who have they been? And something really intriguing before we announced those top five winners, yeah. um, when we actually had award certificates for them, um, something intriguing is that with three of those five, they involve people who are passed on and with us from above and you know with us in a different energy form yeah. and so i feel like that was that was not an accident for sure especially if you know what our show is all about um so eden you want to start with number five okay so number five is uh judy thurston and we she came to talk about the loss of her son her 18 year old son jacob and uh hella sketchy yes hella sketchy is his um pen name um but his his uh birth name I have to say is Jacob Jacob Thurston and I think he orchestrated this putting us together she was and his just, birthday I'm sorry I had to say this but his birthday what? is today one one is one it? yes oh my gosh I didn't know and that. I know Judy and I know Judy today is having a 99 cent special on the book oh. one 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 twenty one oh okay so shout out to Jacob happy heavenly birthday right number five What's so number four? Congrats to <laughs> to Judy. And, and yeah. her episode was most vulnerable. Yeah, she sure was. 
Okay, number four, the number four episode of all time is actually Jamie Forness talking about Prince's longtime bodyguard, Big Chick. And that's for most intriguing. And they have a book called White Slave, um, not because of anything racial, but because he was, Big Chick was a slave to cocaine. Um, Jamie was a family friend who put the book together with the siblings. And we want to do um, an RIP, rest in power, rest in peace to um, the sibling who passed away recently, Rebecca. very sadly, Rebecca Huntsbury, yeah. who's now up there with her father. Um, but Big Chick's episode has done very well on our show. And we, we do tend to get a lot of Prince fans listening to our show. So congrats to them. Yes. All right. So we are number three, Heather Torres. So Heather's story is interesting because she won. We held a contest. Um, I'm telling you like you don't know, but telling all, everybody out there listening, if you didn't know, we held a contest for... Um, Anybody who wanted to be on our show, and uh, we, t we picked the top two. Heather was one of them, um, and she just came on and told her story. But her story ended up, up getting her to number three of all time because her story was so amazing. And she talked about, what was it, Sixth Sense? Um, yeah. The, the, most magical. It was the most magical, but she talked about her sixth sense and, and what happens. And it's a very intriguing story. So everybody out there should hear, should go listen to that one. They could, they could literally make a movie about her. She's very unique. Yeah. Her abilities. Yes. yes. She has a new podcast coming out too. And you guys will probably like it. Okay. Number two, um, number two feature actually features Prince. So number two is Neil Carlin, who is the author of the book, This Thing Called Life. And he is Prince's longtime journalist, private journalist, and longtime, probably one of his closest, closest, closest friends, maybe the closest friend Prince ever had. Um, the episode also features Michelle Casimore Streitz, who is one of Prince's wardrobe people and designers. Um, but we got, because of Neil, we got to have, and because of Prince, we got to have exclusive clips of Prince actually talking in conversations with Neil vulnerably. And so that episode is most shocking, number two. Yeah, I know. I was shocked when I first heard those clips. Just to hear his voice. Right, yeah, right. And then... Him being on our show, Prince has been a guest on our show. Like, you know, he has from the other side many times, but now he has with his voice here as yes. well. His human voice. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So we're down to or up to number one, which was uh, Sheena Shea. She's most known for being a cast member of Vanderpump Rules. Um, one of our favorite shows, favorite shows. <laughs> that we, we hope will come back on but I don't know it doesn't look good um but anyways but yeah she is uh I think we voted her most revealing on that show because yeah she revealed a lot and I think she kind of I don't know behind the scenes if we we let you guys know this but after that show she uh was kind of reprimanded by Bravo because she told she spilled a little too much. too much too much it wasn't just on our episode on our podcast but around that same time she did some other shows and she she revealed too much 
So. Right. And I think it, it was refreshing because on Vanderpump Rules on Bravo, uh, Sheena Shea, a lot of times people would say she came across ditzy or too promiscuous or whatever. Who knows? Like just different adjectives. And the show boy crazy. Really, it was boy crazy. That's the right. Term. Yes. And the, the, the show really shows her in a deeper kinder just a different light and so i think that's why also it is the number one episode of all time yeah yes okay well so, okay well, i'm gonna go on now okay so congratulations <laughs> to all of those winners yeah. and if you guys want to see their certificates on um, they're on both of our instagram and our facebook talk purpose and truth pages Okay, yes. so I am going to read the bio of our guest. And this okay. guest, we're very, very excited. And it's just such perfect timing to have her on in this new year. It just is the perfect year for her. It's meant to be very serendipitous. And we're having her on as part one and part two because there's just so much extensive content and great things to discuss. Um, certified life coach. Fulfilling a mission to assist in planetary acceleration of consciousness evolution. One of Instagram's and YouTube's popular intuitives with thousands of global followers and subscribers. She offers one-of-a-kind proprietary learning events designed to support others in claiming their spiritual sovereignty and to step into their true power as creator beings. Glacia is dedicated to aiding others in connecting to their higher selves and stepping into their true path. She started studying natural healing and metaphysical arts at age 12 and began formal professional training in a variety of transformational consciousness techniques in 2007. She specializes in healing current and past life trauma as well as ancestral trauma and collective limitation patterns passed through the generations. Her ability to connect with transcendent universal consciousness as well as accessing the higher self of others brings immediate revelational awareness and solutions to long-standing issues. She teaches others how to tune into and progress towards their soul's greatest divinity expression. So we're very excited to have Glacier Rain on. And I know that before she actually steps in, I know that um, Eden, you did a session with her, right? And we, we, yeah. we were introduced to her videos and we're very impressed by yeah. her first. And then you hired her for a session. Right. Because, um, you know, to be honest, you and I have been going through our own uh, personal growth uh, ascension process for a long time. Um, and her videos have helped. At least they've helped me a lot with um, understanding what we're going through, what I'm going right, through. Right, right. Yes. So uh, I hope she's going to explain a little bit about that today, too. But yes, so I um, was so happy to see that she does personal sessions, one-on-one -on -one sessions. So I, I had one with her a couple of weeks ago. It was so enlightening. And uh, I, I just, it took me to a different level of understanding things and understanding myself. And I highly recommend it to anybody. And she, she does the, uh, why can't I think of the right word? Phone, she does it over the phone. So it's just so much easier. She can do it anywhere globally. Yeah, so. well, everybody, you know, a lot of people are surprised by that, but it's all energy. So like yeah. you you do now, especially like I do most 95% of my readings by phone. You know, I have, I think I have two people that like we do a distanced reading people that I'm like family close to like, but otherwise I do all phone also or yeah. FaceTime. 
you Same know, for me, I've always yeah. done phone, but, but now it's 100% More. all. Yeah. Anyway. So right. I want to welcome <laughs> this lovely lady. And I have to say that you, you, you might've heard this before, but Kim and I agreed that you look like identical to Maggie Gyllenhaal. You've heard that. <laughs> okay. It's a compliment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like your uh, doppelganger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So welcome, Glacia. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. We are happy to have you. So, yes. so um, you do some very powerful and transformational work in the world, which is even extra needed right now, as we all know. Um, how did you get started? And what is your big why and your purpose for doing this? Um, well, I got started um, because I needed so much work on myself. Being an indigo and starseed, I was a wreck. So I really had to look at different ways to heal myself. I knew that I didn't feel okay. And I knew that I needed to find something that would help me feel okay. So I started really studying a lot of different healing modalities and just stacking um, training after training after training on top of each other. But really, I got started um, when I was 12. I bought a book on how to develop your psychic skills. And to me, I had already known before that, but I was so excited about that. And um, that really opened the door for me that that area of life was very real. And before that, I had been told magic isn't real. Those things aren't real. And so that's what really got me started. Yeah. And why I do it, um, I love humanity. I love the planet, the uh, plants, the animals, everything here. And I can't stand suffering. Mm. For me, if I see suffering, I am not a person to stand by. So I am figuring out ways to keep supporting people and help end the suffering or minimize it at the very least. Ah, mm -hmm. I love your why. That's so awesome. Yeah. Do you feel like you knew, you know, I think both Eden and I have talked to each other about having different experiences that even match some of them even match when we were young. Um, but I don't think I even knew, like I started doing readings on the side for fun. I thought they were just for, you know, not a career. Um, God, now 17 years ago, but I didn't know it was going to be a career. Do you feel like you kind of had a feeling and knew, or was it more just like, oh, this is intriguing? Yeah, it was intriguing. I had no idea I was going to be doing this. <laughs> you had no idea you were this good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, you're, you're magical. Right, right. Uh -huh. um, okay, so in the spiritual world, a lot of us have been talking about the ascension and residing in the 5D versus the 3D. Um, can you explain this in like a way that everybody, the audience can all understand in a, so that um, we can be, everybody can be more clear and familiar with that concept and just have a lot of clarity, more clarity around it. Yeah. So when we're transcending the 3D and moving into the 5D, it's really all about vibrational expression. That's the difference between dimensions. So the people who are still operating at 3D are um, starting to struggle because the 3D isn't really supported in the grid systems anymore. Mm. That's yeah. why what we what happened the other day with Congress and the chaos. 
Does yeah. that explain that? You're going to see a lot of that. Okay. Um, <laughs> in the old chaos. Yeah. 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 So you'll see things, you know, news reports coming out before the incident supposedly happens. That's starting to happen. I've heard multiple accounts of that recently. So the beings that are really trying to uphold this lower reality are losing their grasp on it. So you're seeing glitches in it everywhere. So the wow. is actually unplugged. It's, it's only being powered by people's agreement to it. So the old grit if everyone stopped buying into the beliefs of limitation and um that there's something that can dominate you and have the right to then this grid would completely collapse and everything would change a lot faster so when we're talking about 5d it's really we're staying in the same location they look the same but they feel very different yeah can you can you go um into i know that when jeff fasano was on um, and he channeled Archangel Michael, he went into it a little bit, but can you just for some of the listeners that aren't clear, can you explain what is 3D and what is 5D and how there, how there is that shift? Like you did explain the shift, but like how, when you define it, it kind of is starting to shift into a deeper awareness and consciousness into the 5D. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, and with the 5D, though, we're actually not even settling on the 5D. So it's 3D or multidimensional. Mm -hmm. so when we're connecting into our multidimensional template, we all exist, humans exist as 12-strand DNA beings, which gives us access to 12 different levels of um, awareness. So we have the 12 dimensions that we're existing in, right? So each strand of DNA that's activated, and this is spiritual DNA, DNA I'm talking about, when that's activated... Your vibrational expression changes, and then you start to align with the higher vibration. So you still have experiences with people in the 3D, and you can have experiences with people who are 12D consciousness. So we're starting to have a really mixed experience. Um, now, the difference between 3D and being multidimensional is the perception of disempowerment. So in the 3D, people take on a very strong victim perspective. 5D, you recognize that you're creating this. You're mm. creating. You know, nothing is happening to you by accident. It's all by a vibrational alignment. In 3D, it's confusing. You don't have access to why it happened because the 3D is so much slower from um, putting the energy out there to receiving it back. In mm -hmm. the grid, it speeds up. The higher you go, the faster it comes in. Okay. Got it. That really helps a lot. Like yeah. I, cause I just think it, it becomes, you know, it becomes very deep for a lot of people. And so when, when it, you just explained it a lot clearer to where it's very helpful and it, it helps me too. Cause sometimes, you know, sometimes it gets the best of me cause I, I tend to start going overboard deep and then I'm like, Ooh, okay, <laughs> let's just start, you know, simple and work your way up. So thank you for that. And then there's also just a question that I just came up with too, is the, the question of how do people uh, reside in the fifth and beyond and multi be multidimensional, but also coexist with the 3Ders? <laughs> that would be dropping judgments about right or wrong. Ah. 3D is wrong for being there. Nobody's wrong yes. anything that they're doing right now. It's all uh -huh. experience. 
Um, and then, I actually forgot what you just asked me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just wanted to know how we coexist with. Yeah. Okay. So. With, yeah. It's like we're losing friends or, you know, because we're, we're changing, we're, we're shifting, but no, but some of the other people aren't. And I know that's happening a lot. Yes, it really is. Yes. And when, whenever you're shifting like this, you tend to uh, detach from the people who are holding the lower reality in place because it actually becomes almost painful for you. When you see it from a higher level, it can become almost painful or hard to be around a person when you're trying to transition out of that old way of being. So there's a lot of stepping back, isolating self, getting clear about how they're doing what they're doing. So in the multidimensional living, you're taking accountability for everything coming into your experience in the three you're not. So when you're maintaining that higher uh, vibration, you have to recognize that creator, co-creator power within you. And then instead of saying, this is happening to me, asking, how am I doing this? How am I creating this? And then really not having any judgments about anybody anybody else's path. And that one is tricky because a lot of us have ego distortions that either force us into um, judging somebody else as right or wrong for where they're at or judging mm -hmm. ourselves for, you know, where we're at. Mm -hmm. And do you one. believe like some, some people believe that, or we have heard from some that the 3d eventually will destroy themselves or, you know, fall away or just kind of crumble into misery? Is that, do you feel like that's true? Yeah, I, I see it folding in on itself. Just like anything that is not sustained, it eventually. Right. Crumbles. Right. That makes sense. So is okay. that, is that part of what COVID is here to do? Uh, <laughs> COVID, in my opinion, is a big distraction from the ascension process because it puts you, when you're in a state of fear about anything at all, you're not expanding in consciousness. So if you're afraid of the person not wearing a mask near you or something like that, or afraid of going to the grocery store or anything like that, you start to fear your fellow, you know, human beings, then you start to be in a state of stress and you're consciousness expansion comes to a screeching halt and you drop down into the lower chakras into that survival mode and often fight or flight. Yeah. But do you feel there's a difference? Like I believe there's a difference because, because I, I personally have known so many people who have, who have gotten it and actually a few people that are pretty enlightened people. Um, I, I just feel there's a difference between being fearful and just being like taking cautious action, like yeah. responsible action. Yeah, which is, and COVID is actually serving to really awaken people to the need to understand their own bodies and to take their own health into their own hands instead of placing it in the, the hands of people that may not have their best interests, you know? Right. Well, and it's forcing, I find it interesting because it's forcing, wearing masks is forcing people to look each other in the eyes more and smile with their eyes and use their eyes for emotion. And so it's interesting because, because, you know, sometimes people will just like, I mean, I guess you could wear your sunglasses, but it, it really just puts a more emotional like impact or energy on eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And with anything, you can have that, that silver lining, like with COVID and being able to connect through the eyes. It's a beautiful thing. That's the soul connecting right there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sometimes we're afraid to look at each other though. I mean, people are, they're, they avoid. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you talk about that um, on your bio, we talked about the transcendent universal consciousness and so how do you help people connect with that? And how do you connect with that? Uh, that is through the multidimensional self. So basically, when you're connecting into your multidimensional self, you're connecting to all of your avatars that exist within all the dimensions. And so when you transcend the limitation of each of those different realities, right? So each dimension has certain limitations, just like each chakra has certain limitations associated with it as well. Um, and in fact, your chakras uh, align with the different levels of your multidimensional self. Um, and so with transcending this lower consciousness and tapping into that universal consciousness, that's when you recognize that you exist within everything. Everything exists within you. And that as a spark of source, you have just as much power as anybody else in this reality. And it's all about you know, developing that and then maintaining that connection to that source level avatar, bringing that source level avatar information into the lower realities. And that's actually how we're shifting the vibration of these. Well, that's how we're making the uh, dimensional shift by bringing mm -hmm. codes and anchoring it into the collective. Mm, okay. And so for, for someone who, I guess, like I would say for someone, a for someone who's just starting out and B for someone who's more, like Eden and I have gone through a lot of ascension processes already. What are some tips, just just some quick couple tips on how to do this, like how to kind of get there a little bit? Uh, meditation is one of the biggest things. So a lot of people um, think that they have to meditate a certain way and there is no right or wrong in meditation either. And so really finding um, that inner space that you connect to your higher self and can go up the high heart chakra, which is above the regular heart chakra. That is the right beneath that is the soul essence. That's there's the soul spark in there. So you can enter in through that with your consciousness and then go up from there. Mm. I remember in our session, you said that we have many more chakras than most people know. So, yeah, talk about that. <laughs> chakras. Um, so you have the primary seven, which are the major chakras of this lower reality. We're dissolving the lower chakras because they're no longer relevant. So the, the root chakra, the sacral, and the um, navel up into the solar plexus, all of that is all about lessons and um and then the upper chakras, you start transcending the physical limitations and accessing heart consciousness and then higher consciousness, just, uh, you know, above all of those. But each organ has a chakra. Your eyes have chakras. Your ears have chakras. Your fingertips each have chakras. Your toes do. Um, so your jaws even do. Your elbows, you know, your shoulders do. Your armpits do. 
So there are chakras, hundreds of them all over your body. It's just a lot of those aren't really paid much attention to because you're not accessing those chakras to, to um, use specific light frequencies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Accessing the different light frequencies. So I have, um, and Kim recently too has experienced lately with some of the uh, work that I've been doing, the inner work, um, a lot of eye, what I call eye detox. Um, is that connected to the eye chakras? And I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> uh, well, like, like our eyes have been yeah. extra, like dry and feel weird. And like they're being worked on. Yeah, well, so with this um, with this transit gate that we just went through, every level of our body has to reconfigure itself to hold these higher energies. So blurred vision is one of the symptoms right now. So that's oh my god, totally. <laughs> okay, yeah, mine just feel like weird, like pressure and yeah, they hurt sometimes. Yeah, so could that could be what you're talking about then <laughs> yeah, kind of recalibrating you know yeah. to that higher level yeah and- yeah it's funny because Eden and I like we're I I crack up like we're ET like how the flower and ET and like Elliot were connected like a lot of times she'll text me and I'll go oh my god I'm having the exact same symptom like you know and and of course we're our own people but i think we're just cuz we're connected from this show and other things we do in as soul sisters it just happens sometimes yeah we're going to see a lot more of that too in truth we're all quantumly connected okay so that's with the unity codes coming online within the new earth template that's what we're going to see a lot more of people having telepathy People know just knowing, kind of like a mother knows when something's wrong with their child. That mm-hmm. friends or you know people that you're connected to, and sometimes people that you're not connected to or you don't know you're connected to. Well, mm. mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that happens to me now, or it's been yeah. happening, and sometimes I don't want it. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Um, we'll move on. So. Can you talk about the imprinting the timelines? And uh, I know you mentioned that when we were talking the other day. Uh, and but let's save. We're supposed to save that to episode part two. Oh, you want to so, save it now? Yes, let's save it. Um, okay. Yeah. So okay. I want people. Well, I think that was really good because that was an open loop. That's called an open loop when you're a speaker, Eden. So you oh. left the audience wanting more. Um <laughs> Okay. Or maybe I think it's called that in a movie too. <laughs> Anyways, um, but but Glacia, how do we find you? And what's your website? And you know, what do, how can people take your courses or have a session with you? Yeah, everything is available on my website, which is glaciaring.com. Can you spell it? G L A C I A R A I N dot com. And um, I have Ascension Consciousness is the name of my school on Teachable. So all of my classes are on Teachable. They're all done um, on your own time. I do offer live events sometimes, but that's very random. So, uh, But my website has everything. And then I'm also on Instagram at Glacier Rain. Okay, beautiful. All right. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, Well, we're excited. We need you back because... There's a whole nother level we're going to go into as Eden previewed just now. 
So next week, wait for next Monday, everyone. The next part two is going to be out. And um, we look forward to you following and finding us on our Talk Purpose and Truth pages as well on Instagram and Facebook. And Happy New Year. Yeah, and more more, uh, exciting new things we're going to be doing this year. So to tune in. Thanks, Bye, you guys. everyone. Bye. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.